Genre. everyone and welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast where we are watching the 1990 live action Turtles movie one. I don't know, Adam, what were you saying earlier? Kitten shouting minute at a time. One kitten shouting minute at a time. <laughs> I'm your host, Scott Tofty. It is Friday. We are joined one more time by Mr. Andrew Dorofsky from Disney Animation Minute Essentials. Hello, Andrew. I'm here again. Here again for the last time, for the best time. And we are also with our regular co-hosts, Chris, Rachel, and Adam. Hi, everybody. Mm. Hi. Happy day. Yes. (laughs) And uh, we are discussing Minute 65, which begins with April slap-pushing Danny's cheek. uh, (laughs) And ends with uh, the revelation that, you know, April is a pretty decent illustrator. Mm-hmm. Although she doesn't do shadowing very well. <laughs> and makes um, notes about it. And makes instead notes of just fixing it. it. Yeah, like seriously, just draw the thing that you're making notes. We'll talk about that in a minute. Anyway, Danny's awful and April does something that we have all been wanting to do. She kind of slaps him in the face. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like most mostly you guys probably want to like slap him, slap him in the face. Yeah, we don't want to push slap him. We want to like actually, I mean, like, I what, would What is that to- thing that she does? <laughs> it's what you do when you know that it's not your kid and you can't really hit him, but you want to express disapproval with him. Or yeah. you've already started and you kind of have to pull the punch. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's a telegraphed maneuver. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, also, Danny technically could be April's kid for all we know. You know, our, <laughs> our crazy conspiracy theories here at TMNT Minute. Uh, certainly have crossed over into the realm of uh, Danny being the spawn of April and Charles, but that's neither here nor there. She basically slaps him in the face uh, and, and says, your father's going to have kittens. 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 Because Danny ran away from home to go hang out in a sewer. Um, Which would just be absurd. Mm-hmm. A grown man absurd. having kittens. Although New York City nowadays, I would imagine that there are some hipsters somewhere going, "Oh my god, I would love a little sewer bungalow." <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Does this have eastern exposure? No. <laughs> yes, it's, it's got great war. bones. <laughs> um, so we give the old slap to April, and she's going to go call on the telephone. You guys see what's hanging in the telephone? You see what's hanging in the phone booth? Uh, is it annoyed? Another it's annoyed? The f- it's the, well, it's the same Noid we saw ah, before. There he is. It's the phone Noid, as I've called him. Just keeps um, following me. It's, it's the first reappearance of a Noid that we've already seen, I believe. Um, so Danny is basically saying, please don't call my dad. Just let me stay here with you, Mom, because I never get to spend time with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, which brings us to one of the best gags in the entire movie. Who wants to, oh, who wants to feel so this one? It's so amazing. Really? So, <laughs> the best. <laughs> I mean, for 1990, it's pretty brilliant. It's Casey fantastic. is accused of being claustrophobic, and he doesn't know what that word means. <laughs> like, like a okay, lot of but like kids also, in the audience. Like, look at how Donnie expresses this. Like, it's like he's conducting music as he accuses Casey of being claustrophobic. <laughs> yes, right on the downbeat. Claustrophobic. And then, and then he's like laughing to himself about the fact that Casey's claustrophobic. Which, like, that's not a way to treat someone's phobias. No. 
Donnie's a pretentious jerk. Yeah, he is. In this moment, he's, at least. He's turtle-splaining. He's turtle-splaining, yes. <laughs> he's a little too uh, up his own shell about this. Okay, and then what is the thing that's in Casey's hand? I want to know that also. And where did it come from? I don't because know. he didn't. I feel like he didn't have something for a long time, and then all of a sudden he had something, right? And then he it walks out with it. Laying around, I don't know. Like a two by four? News, newspaper? I, I, I think or? it looks like the sort of thing, like, um, on a on a wall next to a door where you slide, like, someone's nameplate into. Yeah. But, like, why in the world would he be holding on to something like that in the sewer? So the <laughs> Nervous only, hands, can't help himself. The stuff only up. thing that I can think of is that while he was down there, he was just nervously fidgeting about and grabbing at things out of mm-hmm. anxiety. And this is just a thing, piece of garbage he picked up yeah. off the floor. As a result of claustrophobia. Yeah, we know the lair was in disarray after Splinter was abducted, right? So yeah. there was stuff all over Could the place. Could be something so I, he just like tripped over. Yeah, that's kind of how I, I pictured this. Is he just oh, doesn't know what to or, do with himself. Or uh, when they heard the noise in the closet, everybody pulled out their weapons. He didn't have a weapon around, so he just picked something up. Mm-hmm. Picked uh, up the name okay. tag. Yeah. So, so it could be just like a plank. Does Casey know, not know what the word claustrophobic means? He thinks it means homosexual or yes. gay? Yes, weird. Like, and, and it, and it yeah. clearly exposes his homophobia. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd say wait a like, minute. And we'll add homophobia to that list. Time out. Are you telling me that in 1990, a former professional hockey player <laughs> turned city vigilante <laughs> is homophobic? Sir, no. I do not believe you. <laughs> also, I, there's this great little moment where he points at Donnie and says, do you want a fist in the mouth? And Donnie just responds with a nonverbal, mm-mm. <laughs> Which I, I really like. He's like, I did not expect mm-mm. this response, but okay, if you want to. I am a ninja, sir. I must warn you. It's just where, my where fists, in uh, Casey's life did, would the wires get crossed that claustrophobic means gay? I, I, I don't know. Well, or, or where does Maybe he get the idea that, like... The word he doesn't understand in this context must be an insu- insinuation about his sexuality. Exactly. Yeah, maybe whenever, maybe whenever somebody throws a word at him he doesn't understand, he just assumes it means they're talking about that. It's like when I was a kid, I thought it was funny to call someone an oxymoron. I didn't know what it meant. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're yeah, an oxymoron. Like, okay, even oxymoron, you there's like, you can sort of say, okay, yeah, well, the word moron is in there. That's a kid yeah. thing But like, to say. claustrophobic, homosexual, <laughs> they're pretty well, far apart. Yeah. Well, Chris, you, 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 have a, you, you gave us a little bit of a, a vocabulary word there. I, I did. I, I couldn't find a really robust definition of it, um, but apparently, according to the internet and a wiki about uh, the list of phobias, I'll try to, you know, for the show, uh, for the Facebook group, I'll try to find a, a more thorough and complete definition. But apparently, a fear of uh, storm drains and sewers, sewers is cloacophobia. Well, it's mm-hmm. funny that it's cloacophobia because a cloaca is is a biological term that some animals have. I believe turtles actually have them. That does I'm sound pretty vaguely sure familiar. Definitely associated with birds, right? Well, birds, uh, some reptiles, like I know frogs have a cloaca, okay. but a cloaca mm-hmm. is a universal hole. Yep. 
Every it's it's the in hole, it's the out hole, it's the it's the. So that's a little the closer. Birth hole? That's it's a the, little closer to what Casey thinks he's talking about. Okay, but yeah, also, cloacophobia is a bit. That's a, I, that's a I, word. I don't know if. Do me. A, have you can said you say universal is, hole one more time? <laughs> universal do hole. <laughs> have you Sorry, said go what, ahead, what Casey's full response was? He said, "Do you want a fist in the in the mouth?" I've never even looked at another guy. Yeah. <laughs> like and so like you have to really like read this context to get the entire joke. Yeah. And know that it's like, oh okay, he's misunderstanding the word. He thinks it means gay, and he's being a bit homophobic about it. So let me ask the question who is this movie made for? It's nineteen eighty nine when they're making this movie. The turtles have been like a huge, real big phenomenon for a couple of years now. But Kids. who is this movie made for? Is it made for the audience it's, of the TV show or is it made more not, for the audience of the comic books who are probably late teens, early twenties by now? Like, I'm mm. not sure if I, I get this joke when I'm 15 in 2005. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I think this is definitely for the kid. The, this The movie is for the, for kids and that they try, you know, the way writers always try to do. They, they to keep the, the parent audience, you know, the unlucky parent who was for who, who uh, drew the short, short straw and has to take all the neighborhood kids to see this movie. They throw, the you know, they throw them a bone. Can, can we be specific? What age of kid is this movie made for? Like 10. 10. Yeah, I think so. But right. it's funny. I always remember laughing at this line, and I can never really understand why. I think it's just like the turtles are laughing, yeah, so it's like, oh, laugh. You know, Everyone it, laughs it, now. It's like mm-hmm. what they do with Big Bang Theory in a laugh track. It's not at as funny time, without the laugh when I, track. When I first heard it, like I knew exactly what claustrophobia was. Like I, I did like spelling, spelling bees, and I love vocabulary, so I knew claustrophobia. I didn't quite get what Casey was getting at, but I did find it funny that a mm-hmm. grown-up didn't know what claustrophobia was. Mm-hmm. He's just a dumb grown up. He's what very a dumb, dumb grown up. He's such a and dummy. Go to back to even, your tree, dummy. To, to add to this scene, as he backs up, he's like, "I'm gonna go sleep in the truck just to show you how manly I am." He's like bumping and also into how stuff. He's not he's, afraid of small spaces. Yeah, he's 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 bumping into things and knocking stuff over. Which are those lamps like, in the background? And are they? Made I of think cowbells? so. They're lamps <laughs> made of cowbells. Obviously, you don't have one of those. <laughs> I, maybe I've just never bumped into Ikea. mine, and I haven't heard the sound. They do have a somewhat musical quality, that is true, and mm-hmm. it is something akin to a cowbell. Um, I need more cowbell lamps. Something, something <laughs> as a percussionist I am very intimately acquainted with. God, they're the worst. I don't know. Cowbells can be fun. They're fun, fun. They're like, fun in, in this small moment. doses. It's, they're like fun for kids, but like I, I cannot just know... No, I can't take cowbell bell seriously. Oh God! What? No! No! He is a drummer. Stop! You just had that lying around? Heck yeah! I just have a cowbell lying around. What's wrong with that? You guys don't? I can't say that I do. Uh, we don't have any drummers living in this house. No. Jesus. Stop is that a different cowbell? No, I'm just hitting it with something different. Oh, I can oh, make okay. so many different sounds out of a cowbell, oh, you guys. Uh, I went to college for this. <laughs> oh, I love Moving that. on. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't believe I just got an opportunity to play cowbell on a podcast. I'm so happy. <laughs> About Ninja Turtles nonetheless. Now. Oh, my God. Needs more cowbell. <laughs> uh, so much like you guys are, the turtles spend the next several seconds laughing at <laughs> the, uh, the idiot making the cowbell noise. <laughs> Do you think dumb, Danny dumb. gets this joke? No. no. 
<laughs> he doesn't no. look like he Danny's does. 13, and Danny doesn't he... look like he gets many jokes. <laughs> yeah, Danny is awful in every respect of the word, and I'm pretty sure he looks oh, wait, directly no. into camera in this minute at one point. <laughs> and and so, like, I don't get what's going as a stenographer, on right here. <laughs> Are we in a movie? As what? a stenographer, he's used to like hearing things but not really listening. <laughs> not really processing. <laughs> He's still trying to figure out how his dad could have kittens. He's going to be yeah. eligible for a high security clearance in the future. He'll be able to like work as like a, a, a sort of a, a wait ser- wait server in the White House or something. He can be one of those people who can be around like important conversations and not really process it at all. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um. So our minute sort of winds down with a another look at these pictures that April O'Neil has drawn. Uh, from, These from back in the farmhouse. Good. And the, the one that we really get a good shot of in the end of this minute is the one of Leonardo uh, sitting watch, sitting vigil over Raphael as he is unconscious in the bathtub. With four legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, she doesn't apparently have an eraser. <laughs> <laughs> or a yellow pencil. I don't know. Like Everything is just a little too green. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that, what didn't she have like crayons, or was she using colored pencils? I, I thought it was colored pencils. I think I it was colored wrong. pencils. Okay. Um, and and there's a fun note on the bottom of this drawing, Adam. Yeah, <laughs> I never noticed this. Stool needs floor shadow with an exclamation point. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, it's like sort of written in the way, like where the floor shadow should go. Yeah. yeah, just put it in there. It's like, this is what she handed in for school, and this is what the teacher handed back to her. <laughs> but Danny's still like, this is good. These are really good. It's good. What like, you- <laughs> this is on, like, nice drawing paper, isn't it? Yeah, did she must yeah. have had where, some leftover Bristol that? board left over at the farmhouse. Or was it, like, in the van that she doesn't use? So... Can we assume that, like, maybe when she was a kid going to the farmhouse, like, this is what she would do? She would draw, she would color, maybe some trivial pursuit with the family. Like, these are just Mm -hmm. things that might be laying around the farmhouse that have been dormant for a while. Yeah. I have a camp up in uh, Ticonderoga, New York. It's very similar. Like, you know, the games that we had in, like, 1992 are still there, tucked away in a closet. (laughs) Every time we go up there, it's like you pull out the same old crap and you do the same thing you did for the last 20 years. I'd love to pull out some old (laughs) Trivial Pursuit just to see what it's like. You know, we actually, (laughs) after the last week of shows, we talked about uh, doing that on a weekend edition. Like, wouldn't it be fun? Oh, that'd be amazing. To just play Trivial Pursuit on a weekend edition of Turtle Soup. So, If 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 you need a reader... So that you guys don't have to worry about it. I, I will volunteer. I'm, I'm okay. going to pencil that in right now, <laughs> sir, because I, I, the more I talk about it, the more I want this to happen. I'm trying to think. I might have some Trivial Pursuit in my house. It's got to be old at the, Trivial Pursuit. At the very pursuit. least, yeah. I should have access to it. If not, I can look up like old Trivial Pursuit questions online, and then you don't have to worry about it being the card or seeing the front and back, because mm. I'll have it on my computer. <laughs> Ah, well, I mean, we can't see the front and back of cards anyway, because you're not here. Good point. <laughs> it's, it's, it's virtual. It's the 21st century, man. Or I could check out one of the, there's a lot of thrift shops near where I live. So like tracking down an old board game might be really possible. A lot of board All game right, stores well, too. Listen, if you, you get back to us and let us know if you can find some more uh, vintage Trivial Pursuit, and then we will gladly have you on a weekend edition to play. How far back does future. it need to be? Uh, well, it only goes back to like 1979, so. Okay, I'll I'll find I'll I'll track down some old Trivial Pursuit somehow. Sounds good. Um, <laughs> so, Andrew, 
The the two things we always ask our guests when they're on this show are number one, which turtle do you feel you most relate to? Mm-hmm. Didn't we already hit that? I don't I, think we I hit- mentioned it. I think off off mic. Oh, oh okay. well. Just in case, mention it on mic for us again. Turtle that you most relate to. Donatello. A hundred percent. Because like, so in school, I was like one of the smart kids when I was attached to the Ninja Turtle franchise mostly. And like, so if you're if you're associated as that kid in school, then you're going to go for like that character when you watch TV. And so for Ninja Turtles, it was Donnie for Power Rangers. It was the blue Power Ranger. And uh, Billy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all those kinds of things is like because they're the smart one. And that's how everyone treats me at school because I raise my hand and answer questions. And Aww. so you were the Egon. <laughs> yeah. And then and then you got <laughs> Egon in there. Um, and so you like I just gravitated towards Donnie. And then um, I, I especially in the second movie, I like Donnie's voice a lot better and I like his sense of humor. He's a lot more like he is in the TV show in the mm-hmm. sequel. This the Donatello in this movie is very unlike any other Donatello that we've really seen. It's a yeah, very so unique representation very of the character. Corey Feldman. This isn't mm-hmm. this isn't my favorite Donatello, but I still like Donatello in this and I like him a lot in the sequel. And actually even in the Michael Bay one, Donatello has like the only little moment that I really in, like I can say that I enjoyed in that movie which was um <laughs> towards the end sorry spoilers for a movie you're not going to get to for a while but <laughs> towards the end they're on like the the top of the skyscraper and he's doing a bunch of computer stuff and it doesn't make any sense cuz like his fingers don't fit those keys but <laughs> um, <laughs> but then he like he like hacks the system and saves the day and then he's not paying attention to the fact that like the tower is about to fall down or whatever but he like is so pumped by the fact that he just did the technological thing to save the day and he like pumps his hands in the air he's like yes i just saved the world who wants tiramisu i'm buying Aww. <laughs> like, he's like who wants italian i'm buying tiramisu for everyone something like that and it's just like it's like the only like character moment that i felt was like a legitimately good character moment <laughs> all right all i was right. like oh, okay donatello like he's really pumped about winning i like that and then <laughs> donatello the rest of the, likes I, achieving the small goals yeah but like yep. everything else i was just like uh, i don't know but that that one moment he likes I was acing like, the pop quiz mm-hmm. yeah that one moment and, i was like ah, oh, donatello like he's fun <laughs> yeah so the second thing we ask all of our guests is what is your favorite quote or line from this movie which is really hard because I have been listening to you guys talk about this and how they have the musicality and, um, and how memorable they are. So like basically anything that Raphael says is great. Um, and then you dragged us out here for nothing. And then <laughs> there's chief Stearns yelling, are you t- trying to tell me how to do my job? <laughs> and it just like escalates. It's like, that's, that's great. And then, I'm like, ultimately I'm fighting between two things. And one is, and they're both in um, April's apartment when they're fighting the foot. One is when Michelangelo has his little show uh, showdown and he's like, ah, fellow chucker, eh? (laughs) (laughs) But I think the one I'm really going to go with is Donatello. When he's looking around during the fight, he's like, 
I'm not sure if this is structurally speaking, and he like wipes the top of his head. Structurally yeah, speaking, fine, such a good idea. Such a good idea. Like too. that line yeah. is so good. Like the way he pauses in the middle to like rub his head and like add like structurally speaking. You know, and I don't know if we mentioned it at the time, but that's another instance of like Donatello ever so slightly being portrayed as the smart or mechanical one in the group. Like it doesn't happen a lot during this movie, but when it mm-hmm. does, it's little teeny tiny things like that, like working on the car or that scene there, or, you know, uh, the, when they're playing trivial pursuit and he's like war and peace. Yeah. Like, it's like he, he knows the, he knows the stuff. Yeah. You're very, very, uh, uh, you're, you're alerted to his intelligence kind of on the sly, you know? Mm hmm. Yeah, and, but just that moment where, like, in the middle of the fight, he's like, wait a second, I should maybe stop and, like, talk to everyone out loud. <laughs> like, as as though the foot's going to listen before they jump down. Yeah. He uses his teacher voice. <laughs> <laughs> um, does anyone else have anything else for minute 65? No, I don't think so. Nah. All I gotta right. say, I would much rather be down at, because that sewer, that space in the sewer looks pretty cozy compared to a truck. Yeah, a cold truck Especially in the rain. Especially that truck in the rain. Ugh. It's All almost right. like he's trying to prove, like, oh, you, you think I'm afraid of small spaces? I'm going to go sleep in the smallest space I can think of right now. <laughs> oh, I didn't think of With that. another guy. Yeah, with some other dude. <laughs> with this hobo I found. But we're so just going to hold each other. Each other. <laughs> we're just going to, like, kind of feel safe in each other's arms. <laughs> why? Like, why in this instance does he gravitate towards... Like homophobia is he is he worried that they're thinking it's, that because he's gonna like sleep down there around the turtles? I don't know. It's just 1990. It's it's Casey Jones is a very brutally dude, and brutally dudes are not able to sort of uh, allow themselves to have feelings or a sensitivity. So he's overcompensating. Is sort I, of how I see it. I hope he's improved in the last 30 years. You know, I'm sure if you look at that Casey Jones today as the whatever 50 year old man that he is, he's probably a little bit wiser. Especially after all the time travel shenanigans that he went through in the you know a couple years from now, uh, a little bit more sensitive to other getting- cultures and uh, sorts of identities. Um, I feel he's probably grown as a human being. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, and- I think from the from the CGI like uh, TMNT movie, like him and, and April seem to have a fairly healthy relationship. Yeah. This Didn't this they? moment certainly has aged better or at least more reasonably than like the homophobic comment in Spider-Man. Hmm. Uh yeah. Oh, what did your did your husband make it for you? <laughs> yeah, that one's like that's pretty rough. <laughs> yeah. Well, whereas this one is not inherently uh, you know, it's like just offensive. Them. Yeah, it's not necessarily a trying to talk down. But uh, it's just showing somewhat of a, a just lack showing of that awareness. Dumb. Defensive Casey about it. He doesn't know what words are. Yeah. He's a dumb jack. Yeah. yeah. Well, I love Andrew, this movie. thank you for joining us. Man, we are so happy to have you. A great guest. Lots of great information and great points of view. Really appreciate you hanging out with us. And we're going to make sure we all go check out uh, your podcast, the Disney Animation Minute Essentials uh, show over on DuelingGenre.com, which is also coincidentally where we are hosted. And uh, we're going to check you out on Diz Minute at Twitter. Oh, sorry, at Diz Minute on Twitter. That's D-I-S Minute on Twitter. 
and talk to us real quick, real quick about the kinds of stuff you're talking about on Disney. Are you going to buy each Disney movie a minute at a time? Is that what you're doing? Uh, Disney animated features specifically. And we are, we say essential so that we can pick and choose. We don't necessarily want to do some of the wartime films or, um, home on the range. <laughs> Um, okay. Where are you guys now? So we did Snow White, and then we jumped forward, and we are recording Little Mermaid right now. It might be <gasps> starting to be released right now. Oh, and that then, is my all-time favorite. Oh, Mine, too. I we, wore out at least two copies of that VHS tape as a child. We are learning oh. that in the future, we're going to have to like split our weeks in half, because they're relatively short movies, and it's like, we need more guests. Like More people want to be on than we can allot a full week to, so we're going to yeah. have to do half weeks. Um, and then next is going to be 101 Dalmatians. Also great. And then mm-hmm. I think we jump all the way forward to Tangled, and then we jump back to Fantasia 2000, I think, is wow. the, the future. We've got it broken up into five sections that we'll bounce around between so that we can make sure we are never more than like one film away from a film we're really excited for. <laughs> sounds good. Well, it sounds like you guys have quite a project ahead of you. So uh, it's, it's a lot. We're probably going to try to do two a year. Best of luck to you guys on that. And I look forward to listening to the Little Mermaid one specifically. Um, and thank you for hanging out with us here at Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute. Uh, for all of us here at TMNT Minute, we'd like to thank you again for joining us. And we'll catch you next minute, next week, for Minute 66. All right. See you later, everybody. Bye. 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 Kabungo!